Hello everyone and welcome back to the Ishan Shastri podcast. My name is Cameron and I'm joined once again by the two lovely boys, Mr. Jesse Mills and Anshuman Shastri. How are you, Jesse? Let's go to first. Uh, I'm good. Again, like I said last time, reawakened from my cricketing hibernation. Had a net the other week. My uh, shoulder is ruined, so I'm teaching myself to bowl left-handed. Left-handed? Excellent, because that, as we well know, that is the perfect cricketer. A left hand off left, spinner, left you can hit some spin. bombs. Hits bombs, bowl off 24 yards. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Ash, how are you? I'm doing all right, mate. We just finished a Diwali holiday. Oh, yes, how was that? So it was it was quite a bit of relaxing time. In the middle of a, a jam-packed session, full of T20 World Cup and all the fun that was around it. It, it was quite fun to like be able to watch so many games. Yes, th- and well, there's uh, been a lot. That's of exactly games. what I did. His question for you: How many games can you watch a day in terms of the time? Because for us, it's we can just about do one if it's the late night game starting at eight hmm. in the morning. Well, so for for me, like uh, today, for example, the 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 worst day of all, the first game for me started at five thirty in the morning. The second one started at 9.30 and the India one started at around 1.30 in the afternoon. Right. So it is somewhat like what you have for India is the same what we have for Australia. Like when England is playing in India, you have the game start at, start at half past five or six in the morning. And we have the exact same thing for Australia itself. Mm. Well, basically mm. my point is there should never be a World Cup. In Australia, uh, it should be somewhere that I can view everything. Um, somewhere it doesn't but, rain. So and somewhere it doesn't rain exactly. So Scotland sounds. So about we will not have a World Cup then. Not in England. Not in Australia. Yeah. Not in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> the next one. The next one is going to be. You in, sound uh, just Western like the ICC Mills. You really do. Yep. Just honestly. Just play <laughs> every single tournament ever in India. Bangladesh. In Bangladesh Premier League. Play it in India. The hundred. Yep. Well. Who needs that when you've got the IPL? But PSL, PSL, take. PSL played in India. All right, we've been waffling around. Maybe we should let's get into it. The group stage has finished today. There were some shocks. Uh, well, is it a shock? South Africa chokers. Um, but let me give you fellas. We're going to act like you don't know what the final uh, group stages uh, were. Uh, so in Group A, the winners of the group were New Zealand. And then followed by the mighty England, Australia dropping out in third, fourth Sri Lanka, fifth Ireland and sixth Afghanistan, who are the only team not to win a game uh, this group stage. And then in Pool B, India came first, Pakistan second, unbelievably, third South Africa, fourth and Netherlands, fifth Bangladesh and sixth Zimbabwe. So meaning that our semi-finals, and we'll get on to predictions later. The first one will be New Zealand v Pakistan, and then India versus England. Okay. Can you both... We'll start with you first, Jesse. What's your biggest surprise from this group stage? Um, maybe not a surprise to me, but definitely to a lot of people, um, probably how competitive it was. Like you said, right. Af- Afghanistan, the only team to not win a match, um, maybe actually not playing the round before hurt them 
in a way. That they Maybe came, they, the rain hurt them. Yeah, they, had they didn't too, get to play Ireland. Had two matches rained off, but big win for Ireland against England. Big win for Netherlands against South Africa, Zimbabwe. Like you felt like anyone could beat anyone on the day, and that actually, yep. it wasn't that you didn't expect that someone like India would lose like two or three times like that to teams that you would guess were worse but you always felt like every single match there could be an upset do you think that was because of the conditions i was thinking the about conditions this have been really good i think i said at the start if, it was nice to see uh teams able to defend and chase yes i, I was i just feel like if it was say on raging turners in the subcontinent your netherlands for example ireland I wouldn't hold too much hope for them playing on those tracks with their bowling attacks and lack of experience on such wickets. I, I think that these wickets in Australia have been really good and have benefited uh, those teams, to be honest. But no, I see your point. Very competitive. Uh, Ash, what's been the biggest surprise to you? Well, I think before I begin, uh, all the teams that took part so far, they deserve a round of applause for the way they have uh, shown us how not to give up in a game. Like uh, India-Pakistan, when Virat played that humongously crazy innings. Yeah. Or the way Zimbabwe held Pakistan out. Or the way we do have... Uh, we, we had a game where uh, uh, when Nokia was bowling, we had uh, the first slip... Uh, standing right at the edge of the circle and they were all bowling fire. Ireland, they demolished Sri Lanka. Or was it, oh sorry, it was England. It, it was England, yeah. And, uh, and uh, today, uh, the perhaps the biggest upset that we could see in this tournament, we saw the Netherlands uh, demolish a pretty sorry and uh, Choky South African side, which I thought was the favorite for this tournament uh, in that group. They, for me, they were the table toppers, and they should have been. But then, they perhaps had other ideas to keep their legacy intact. And mind you, although Afghanistan didn't win a game, they almost pulled off one uh, yesterday. Yeah. Had they had they been a little more. Uh, involved in the first half of the innings they could have uh, seen it through yeah i think that's maybe where not playing that previous round hurt them like i think we probably owe the biggest apology to yes yeah yes yes we probably yes, owe the biggest apology yes, yeah. to the netherlands Absolutely. They, we sort of looked at them scra scraping through in a couple of games and uh wrote them off as not a great team but actually they didn't look like they were playing great but managed to get through and then again that experience of winning sort of maybe winning maybe winning ugly they've taken that through into the group stage and yeah actually looked a bit of a better team this round well and as we were saying well i don't know if i did actually say i think so uh the top four teams from each group it was imperative for those to finish in there because it means that for the next world cup which is probably what in two months time um they automatically qualify so for the netherlands that is massive um, and especially massive, as I massive. wrote them off, probably even in the qualifiers, thinking they're one of the most boring sides I'd seen. Uh, amazing. 
Who was their first victory against? Was it, it must have been Zimbabwe, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Zimbabwe, um, yeah. Well, for me, uh, my biggest surprise has to have been um, Pac Bean not being real. Uh, that that really got me going. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I actually, you know what, Ash, you have a better grasp of Pac Bean than I do. Um, yeah. So if if you wouldn't mind relaying to the people exactly <laughs> what happened and why the president of Zimbabwe uh, was getting involved, I, I, I would uh, very much appreciate you letting us all know. I think of all the cricketing stories anyone has ever heard about, this has to be the most hilarious one of them all. Yeah. Well, I think it was the eve before the Zimbabwe-Pakistan game, or perhaps the day before, I'm not exactly sure. Somebody tweeted that uh, Zimbabwe is going to beat uh, Pakistan and take revenge of Pak Bean. And at that point in time, nobody understood what uh, that guy meant. So somebody to the, somebody responded to that tweet saying, uh, okay, we do understand your emotions and your feelings, but what on earth is Pak Bean? So he explained that uh, Pakistan sent uh, a Pak Bean to us instead of a real Mr. Bean. <laughs> so as it turned out, there is uh, a Mr. Bean imposter or a mimicry artist who impersonates Mr. Bean uh, back in Pakistan. And they seem to promise uh, Zimbabwean people or the Zimbabwe government, I'm not exactly sure again, uh, to have a Mr. Bean uh, come to their country for the show. And they ended up sending their Park Bean for that particular event. And they were really salty about, about that. So they turned it into the Mr. Bean Derby. And as it turned out, uh, despite needing 43 of 39, Pakistan managed to succumb to... Uh, the Pak Bean, rather, uh, ended up succumbing to the real Mr. Bean, Mr. Rowan Atkinson. Fans must rejoice at this moment because Zimbabwe, they held their nerve and they pulled off what I think was perhaps the biggest uh, upset in terms of like, uh, uh, in terms of situation. Yes, I, that was my next question yeah. to you all quickly never just you know what just one one word answer out of upset victories which was i'd say most surprising or biggest uh, in your eyes netherlands versus south africa today ireland england or that uh zimbabwe pakistan result mills which one was the most striking for you zimbabwe zimbabwe uh, ash I think a surprising victory in terms of uh, the the size of the teams has to be the Netherlands one. But I think in terms of match situation and uh, the, the way the game was panning out, has to be Zimbabwe. Yeah, I, I really hate to agree with you, Ash, but for once I do. Um, more points of random discussion about uh, the group stage. DLS. I, this is a personal gripe I have because 
we and it's under a broader subject of conversation being just why is australia the wettest place in the world and that's coming from someone from england um we were we were robbed the opportunity to watch Lytton Dars continue to bat without having to slip over. Uh, my other comment being mm-hmm. that Lytton Dars, congratulations on your new IPL contract. Um, wonderful innings and against the correct side, because as we know, everyone is just playing for an IPL contract and to do it against India. Very well done, sir. Uh, look forward to seeing mm-hmm. you play for Punjab or whoever. I can't wait um, to see Lorcan Tucker in the uh, BBL. <laughs> oh, we're getting to Lorcan. We're getting there. Um, so my question is, Ash, how guilty do you feel yep. for for Bangladesh? And do you feel that you robbed them personally? Well, uh, frankly speaking, uh, I'll start with the DLS. That why it is not discussed uh, more often is simply because it is too complex to understand. It takes lots and lots of factors into account uh, before deciding a final score. Having said that, uh, there is some merit in the fact that if you need, let's say, 10 and over to get 200 in the full quota of 20 overs, that is significantly harder than getting uh, 40 runs in 4 overs at the same rate. So it kind of justifies uh, elevating the required run rate a little in this in the situation where you are already losing overs the game is getting shorter and a shorter game eventually benefits the batting side now uh, having said that uh, uh, the ICC and uh, the creators of DLS are still kind of in the R&D phase of uh, how to determine a target when uh, the game is kind of stuck uh, midway through, which I think exactly what happened with Bangladesh, where uh, they were way ahead of uh, what was required of them at that point in time. And had the game stopped, they probably would have won handsomely. And frankly speaking, they deserved a win that day for sure. So the question I have is against which other team are those players going back out to play in those conditions? Well, they're only going back out when there is a realistic chance of them getting knocked out. Yes. Them being India. Yeah. Because because if we can point fingers at India, but the same thing happened at South Africa Zimbabwe game as well. Exactly. And uh, the, the Zimbabweans, they pointed out that uh, we were made to play on such wet and slippery outfield. They did a great job. Mills and I were watching that game together. Um, if that was yeah. Rabada running and, in, like, there's no way they'd have carried yeah. on playing. No. Uh, that, uh, but I, I felt that those Zimbabwean players did a brilliant job. Slipping over, bowler goes off, injured. He played the next game. I, I loved it. I thought it was mm. wonderful. And they got a point out of it. Good, fair play to them. But, uh, yeah, I, if, in all frankness, I, I think... Bangladesh's, I, I, I was, I'd even say their whole order, bar Litton Das, maybe Shakib, not one of them inspires any confidence that they could chase down a total of any note. Uh, and no. once that momentum had gone from that opening burst from Litton Das, let's not forget that Litton Das was even carrying that opening burst. Like Shanto was something like four or 15 balls. 
Uh, yeah. Really, the the tide turned, and uh, I just like to blame the weather and India um, or, or the powers that be. But, okay, you mentioned it earlier, Mills. Everyone's come to this episode expecting to hear about Lorcan Bleeding Tucker uh, and the role that he has played in getting England, well, for England winning the World Cup, basically. Thank you, Lorcan. Uh, so, briefly, why is Lorcan such a vital role in our success in this group? Uh, us being England, obviously. Well, so to start with, uh, he was part of the Ireland team that defeated England, and as we all know, you need one kick up the arse to get your uh, to get your tournament really going. You can't win through every. We can't win every game, breeze through easily, get to the final. Yep. You've got to have one where you, you know, you just didn't want it enough before, and now you lose a game. Every game becomes a knockout. Um, that's when teams really thrive. Mm, Lorcan gave us that. Uh lose and die like kind of mentality yeah but like, since Lorcan like, like I said earlier like the it's particularly noticeable with how even this tournament's been like this inverted commas smaller teams they're not scared anymore they don't see a total of 180 against Australia and go oh we're never going to do it and just sort of bat for not net bat for the net run rate and just sort of see off Cummins bowling at your head and that they go after them they play positive cricket they're not scared um, and that's what I th- that's what I think yep. is a far more interesting dynamic than watching India and Australia play each other for the 17th time this year yes true um, I, but so specifically in that game so Ireland were what 25 for 5 with Australia uh, needing to beat them by a big total which was looking likely uh, to go ahead of England in run rate because as what uh ha- as what happened uh we finished level 1 points with them and of course which we haven't spoken about actually quick diversion first game of the whole group stage new zealand pulling australia's pants down um at the mcg it was mcg or was it sydney oh dear mcg mcg, MCG thank you ash um you know finn allen just after i said I didn't know who he was, you know, goes and plays that innings. Devon just being Mike Hussey 2.0, um, you know, Kane Williamson knocking it around, not doing a great deal, but we love Kane. Um, and then the bowlers just rolling back the years. Tim Salvey, what a beautiful man. Trent, oh, beautiful. And Lockie, just absolute wheels and a moustache. Um, so because of that, Australia had each game, they had to chip away at this negative run rate. And it was looking very, very likely at this point that Ireland uh, were getting whipped until Lorcan said, no, not me. Uh, and I passed back to Jesse uh, for more thoughts on Lorcan Tucker. There's not really much to go into it. It was a very good innings. They don't play with any, they don't play with that fear anymore. They look at that and go 25 for five, nothing to lose, take it on. He's not winning that game for England it's not trying to win that game to get England through none of that it's firmly in that belief that even from 25 for 5 that Ireland can beat Australia oh absolutely no I, I take up one of your points where he he played with no fear and it wasn't like he was playing for England he was trying to win but he went about it in such a smart way to get to 50 it was just above a runner ball he was playing sensibly 
Uh, I think he had little partnerships with Delaney and maybe Adair. Uh, and then as soon as he lost the recognised, well, lower order, uh, middle to lower order, he then went from gears two to five or whatever. It was I thought it was really, really impressive. Uh, and that was his highest score, and he ended up helping us. So thank you, Lorcan. Um, other points of discussion... Um, We've got to get on to, uh, again, another match very near the beginning, but some have dubbed it the greatest T20 game of all time. Do you agree, both of you, India versus Pakistan, MCG, uh, India taking the spoils? Oh my God, without a doubt, definitely. I think that six, that first six goalie hit of Harris Rauf. I... I think everything is, exploded within my body at that six. One of the most impossible shots to play. We can have all the skies and ABDs playing all those funky whip whiplashes and all that, but I'm gonna anyone who has who has tried that shot, they know that how hard it can be. Mills hit three of those in the next last week, though, Ash. Off Harris well, Ralph. But I actually I want to interject and <laughs> turn around and say, actually, Joss Butler does that all the time and no one goes crazy. It, the very like the very next game, Joss Butler hit a big tennis smash down the ground, and it's only because it's, it's not, like it, it doesn't the, ga the game the game situation, yes, but the actual shot. Mills, you've put not, me in a position special. where I have to argue against Butler for Vera, but I, I shall. Uh, yes, Butler does amazing things, but it's all wrists. This was classical, like on the top of the bounce, Harris Ralph. No, no. This was back foot. This was yeah. a back foot punch sort he of a thing. He does a back foot yeah. punch it down the ground. Yes, he might it's slap it Down the ground, back. yeah. I, I don't, I don't see. No, that shot was disgusting in the most beautiful way. Um, yeah. Vera just, because that was the first game in the tournament for him. All the questions over his form. And I assume he's the top run scorer for the group stage. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've done so much research and I'm pretty sure that's correct. Uh, just that is the sign of a true champion. It really is. Uh, not to go on too much about King Cody, but oh, like to watch him in most of these games guide India, him and Sky. Bloody hell, Sky's good as well, isn't he? Uh, we'll get on to, I guess, the hour semi final with them and what we expect. But um, I think. The most important part of that match, though, wouldn't you agree, both of you, was where Rizwan was keeping to Nawaz in the final over. Um, no, no words. For me, cricket was yeah, it was <laughs> at its peak at that point. Uh, well, actually, that, that yeah. whole final over. Um, yeah. It had everything. It had wickets. It had nobles, noble sixes. It, it had... It had a four, it, a three. It had a three, and that three... Are being bold. Um, it, it had it had Noir's bowling seam round the wicket, left arm like little darts off a, a longer run up. Slow left, slow left arm seam. With uh, one standing yeah. back with Honestly, his lid on. With his lid on. Um, I hmm. really just don't know what people want more from cricket. I don't know why stadiums haven't been fuller since then. Um, or actually, also that's another point. The crowds has been a kind of a point of discussion. Um, you've had huge support, of course, for your India's, Pakistan's, 
and so on. But the crowds have been a little disappointing, I've found. I don't think you'd see that in a World Cup in England. That's that's my point. T20 cricket hasn't made it to Australia. They still don't care. They won no? the tournament last year and they still they still don't care. But look, like, well, f- for them, for them, uh, taking a family for a BBL game is much, much more better than going for a World Cup. Well, that's the, the BBL that's games have bigger capacity uh, or bigger crowd. Uh, but the BBL, games, precisely, the BBL games precisely, don't precisely. sell out either. They're constantly reformatting it to try and make it more and more popular. T20 cricket just... For whatever reason, maybe it's time zones. Like the the IPL isn't that big over there. They're trying to make the BPL, BBL bigger, but it can't compete. Even though they won last year, like it's, Australia, yeah, but it's still not that big of a difference, is a really, of a, is it? Just like the the crowd size for the BPL compared to a uh, BPL. Did I say B, BBL uh, compared to the World Cup? Like, why would you want to go see Bo Webster when you could see Temba Bavuma? I think Bo Webster's know, a better. I just don't get it. Temba Bavuma, at least in T20s. Yeah. I, I I love Temba. I love him. Stick to tests, um, just like Australia. The Australian public test match, love it. T20, who cares? So, so uh, Jesse, was it a no ball? Yeah, it was no, a no wait, ball. It wasn't a no ball. Sorry, I I, I, I misspoke. No it was barely above waist height where he hit it. And that, so then at yeah. the point that it would have met him, it would have been below waist height, not a no ball. Okay. All right. So that's another, another tick in the case for uh, ICC corruption. Good. I like it. Um, all right. I, you know what? I've devised five points. We've kind of gone over a few of them a little bit, but these are my five highlights, okay, from this group stage. And I'd like you to pick out one which is your favourite. Okay, you two, are you ready? Yeah. So we've mentioned King King Coley 6 off Harris Ralph. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Rizwan's Keeping off Nawaz, we've mentioned it, but go watch it. Uh, Bavuma's contribution to the Dukok partnership against uh, Zimbabwe. Um, I, I There's nothing to watch in that, that's for sure. I think still watch it just for his running. Last ball, the over shit. I love that. Uh, get Dukok back on strike. Uh, Warner's dismissal to <laughs> Navi Mohak. Uh, and Stoinis's neck veins against Sri Lanka. Like that, that man is a god. And when he was pounding Hasaranga or any of them everywhere, his neck veins were getting bigger and bigger with that each screech. That was possibly one of the worst six. spells of bowling I've ever seen, though. I have never felt so let down by a bowler named Hasaranga. <laughs> uh, honestly, I watched that game on a beach uh, when I should have been looking after some young children. Take that what you will. Um, and no, seriously, they actually ran into the sea and got drenched. It, was, it wasn't good. But I was watching Stoyness bomb sixes. And I watched the whole game, obviously, from an England point of view, wishing for an Australia defeat. And the way that Sri Lanka started that bowling attack, when I, well, their bowling slash Finch trying to lose the game, um, I thought they had a real shout. And their their best player, Hasaranga, hadn't bowled yet. But if anything, he turned the game the other way. It was unbelievable. Shocking. So disappointed in you, when Indu. Um... So yes, out of those five, 
King Coley 6, Rizwan's keeping, Bavuma's partnership, Warner's dismissal, Stoinis's veins. Which was your favourite? Ash. I think I'll add one more to it. Uh, the South African slip fielders fielding at uh, at the ring mm. against India. That was quick. Though. That has to be that has to be up there as well. Well, good. Don't pick one of the five. No, Jesse, you pick no, one of the I'm five. Che- then. I'm I'm cheating too. I think uh, I'm. I, oh, Finn Allen's first over demolition job against Australia. Set set the tone. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nothing will beat Pavuma. That's what I want to say. Um, let let's move. But I think of the, of the five of the five. Oh, thank you, Ash. Yeah. David Warner getting switch hit, ball through his gear of Naveen Holak has to be right up there. Yeah. It was quite hilarious. Couldn't have happened to a nicer. And it was ab- absolutely needless as well. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on then to the predictions because. As has been proven multiple times, rest in peace, Scottish cricket, mm. where uh, we are great at predicting things. Um, so, first match, New Zealand-Pakistan. At this point in the show, let's dive a little bit deep into how those individual teams have gone um, and what form they're bringing in. New Zealand finished top of the group, uh, losing just the one game um, to England. However... I've a lot is riding, I think, off this Glenn Phillips form, uh, which has been tremendous. Um, and then they're playing Pakistan, who are obviously the vibiest team in cricket, uh, and they just they are the most momentous or momentum team you've ever ever seen. Uh, they were out after two games, uh, almost packed all their bags to go and then thanks to other teams results and also some uh that that game against South Africa I thought was really impressive if any of you caught that Shadab Khan wow yeah. I, I I honestly I think Shadab Khan's all-round game in that one was maybe the most impressive of an of individual in the in the tournament I know Kohli's innings against in uh, against Pakistan or it's up there but for me Shadab Khan against South Africa was just amazing. Um, how do we see this go? For, how how do we see this going then? Uh, New Zealand, Pakistan. Pakistan, because the vibiest team always wins. Australia had it. Australia had yes. it last year. Pakistan have it this year. Um, yeah, they do, and they're doing it all without yeah. the top two. Um, yeah, definitely, they are doing it despite of those two, which is amazing. Because as yeah. we as we say, like I, the only good things about that team, other than uh, the batting at least, was the top two, and they've been shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, Pakistan this time has uh, a better vibe, better momentum than any team I've ever seen. Like everything has started to click for them, and I would be shocked to see them uh, lose. But then. Again, we have seen Pakistan do silly things in the past. It goes kind of against what... But, uh, ha- uh, but a Pakistan-India have- final, that would be some occasion. Uh, that would be one, for sure. Yeah. I think that is the only thing which can save cricket in Australia, perhaps. <laughs> a Pakistan-India final. <laughs> You're yeah. probably right. To be fair, if it's a New Zealand-England <laughs> final, there we yeah, I, I can imagine there'll be two men and a dog watching the, that game. The last Pakistan-India yeah. final is 
the reason that we have the IPL. Yes. Precisely. So, yeah. so what would it bring this time, Mills? Um, if if it gets a rain a ten over rain shortened final, that will then be the birth of T ten cricket. True. <laughs> um okay. So Or maybe, or maybe our next war who knows? Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh so basically we've all gone Pakistan. However, that automatically means New Zealand are going through because everyone always underestimates New Zealand. We did it before uh, the group stages. Um, in, in, um, I hope this comes across right, but New Zealand are just so boring to say that they're going to win. But they, they're they so good, especially in these tournaments. Up until um, the Sebis or the up final. Up until you final, can, yeah. Well, no, the final is really New Zealand winning every match, but you can never predict them winning a tournament. Yes. Uh, so no, because, yeah. because that is that is because they've never actually won anything at any level. They always kind of well, like they that's be the test team that tries too hard. They work well. No, but like uh, that's that seems to be the only final they have in white ball cricket. Uh, uh, Australia won that twenty fifteen World Cup final simply on their winning mentality. Like they had possibly the best leader they've ever had in Brendan McCullum. And he said, I simply didn't watch the ball and got out bowled. Like, so there was that uh, chink in his armor, his, his uh, weakness uh, I, I uh, think on the big stage. That just made him more human in my eyes. I could I resonate think actually with that. a lot of that, this semi-final will come down to that showdown between Finn Allen and Shaheen. Sim- left, left arm really? in swing. Yeah. If Finn watches the ball and does to Shaheen what he did to Stark and they can get off to a flyer. Fantastic. If you then have Kane, who hasn't been in the best form, one good innings. But him him coming in in a semi-final, well, and it depends what approach they want to take, if they want to go 180 or bust. But um, I think the less of it, that opening partnership and how long you have um, Finn Allen going for before Conway and Williamson batting down the hatches for 10 overs... Um, it's going to make a big difference to what score New Zealand get and their real chances of winning that game. Yeah. But has Finn Allen actually done anything since the first over of the of the group stage? It's not so much about what he does as what he like sort of represents. It's the big right. difference. I think he he still has about hundred runs. Give or take. It's the way he that he does it where he forces teams to change up their bowlers, change their plans. Um, no, it, it, it was the same with McCullum, and uh, he he failed on uh, possibly the biggest game that he had. Oh, McCullum was, is a lot, was a lot more consistent than Finn Allen is. They might play in the oh, same yeah, vein, course, but McCullum's course. on a different different level. Um, he was a class act. He was a class act. He had two test double hundreds, so, triple hundreds rather, so yeah. he, he was class. A mention for Glenn Phillips's running. Amazing. Best runner in the comp. Amazing. That's what everyone wants to know. Yeah. Who's the best runner? By far. Glenn Phillips. Glenn Phillips. Um, Glenn Phillips, undoubtedly. And Mitch Santner always proving that he's a, a top-class international spinner. I, I love that man. Um, mm. Shame he'll never get into the Chennai team regularly. Uh, okay. And then for this conversation, the match that I guess has the most weight... India versus England at Adelaide, I believe. Oh, yes, Adelaide Oval. Yeah, um, Adelaide. Yeah. How do we see this going? India topped their group 
But in what game, well, I guess you could say this for England, did, have they dominated from start to finish? Perhaps the one against Netherlands. Yes, uh, Sean. And that's it, and that's it, yeah. Uh, got absolutely bounced out and paced out by South Africa. Um, yeah. If it wasn't for, you know, Nawaz's interesting last over, that was Pakistan's game, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the rain god and ICC corruption, that was Bangladesh's game. Um how are you feeling as an India fan going into the semi-final, Ash? I think as an India fan, there are too many emotions and too little rational going into the way people support India nowadays. Like you say anything about uh, or say anything against India on social media and people are simply going to come at you with their random logics and comments. People are too scared to say anything against India. But the fact is, this team has uh, too many loopholes in it. The batting is reliant solely upon uh, Sky and his uh, stupendous form. Mm. They don't have their openers firing just like Pakistan. They ha- have Virat, which is uh, which is a blessing. Yes. Any team to have. An unforeseen they have blessing. A, Unforeseen mm-hmm. blessing, unexpected, unaccounted blessing, and they don't know what to do with it. Well, so now uh, the batting is solely aligned upon these two gentlemen out there. Yes, we need to work out a way of destabilizing, getting in the head of Sky because he just looks unrattleable. I'm thinking of taking one for the team and doing a video tour of his hotel room. Um, that might just get into Sky's head a little bit. Uh, that was mental. I I I don't think I don't think it it would like he's in such a zone at the moment. Like the only thing you can do is just uh, keep a fine leg for him at all times. I I'm I have no idea what, but I I, I want to see Mark Wood going at Sky's head with some a man out on a big boundary. I tell you what, that was winding me up in that Schlanker game yesterday. At the beginning, we were bowling short to the short leg side boundary. And Sri Lanka were like hooking us into the stands. Yeah, that, that was jarring. Anyway, um, Mr. Mills, as the England correspondent, you know, you've taken off your kilt. Unsure. How are we, how are we feeling going into this India game? Good. I, yeah. Good. I think England. Is that because yeah. Milan's injured? You, 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 you've weaseled you rude boy. Me, but yeah, I think um, yeah. I'm not scared of that India team. Maybe Sky. It's about it. I think I'm scared of Sky. Just the way that England have performed so fearlessly in white ball cricket over the last however many years now. They play every game like a knockout. Anyway. Um, some people so there've been some really big contributions from like Sam Curran and uh he's been awesome different awesome places Sam. than you would expect um Josh Butler's miles better than anyone India have so England all the way baby sky sky oh, i don't know i think 
I think Sky is quite rightly number one T twenty player in the world. A butler close by, to be honest. Um, I I had to kind of. It's not taking the wickets, but I've eaten a little bit of humble pie on Adil is, Rashid. He's very good. Isn't I feel he? like the Australian, uh, like groundsmen and uh, wicket creators, have been out to get me because they've created wickets that I did not expect, uh, purposely just for Adil Rashid to have a purpose in this England team. Um, and he's doing very well. Did brilliantly against Sri Lanka. Um, I I'm worried about uh, Arshdeep. I've been worried. I I don't. I I, I don't know. I think I, I'm just trying to find ways to like soften the blow if it goes wrong. Um, because I think what Ash said was was uh, very accurate. At the moment, it is just Virat and Sky, like Hardik. You know, he had that partnership in against Pakistan. DK is the finisher who's not finishing. Um, yeah, He's the finisher who's finished. That has been well, said before. At, said before, yeah, exactly. Um, and also, it, it's just, it's so teams I support to say all this and then Rohit's going to go and have an absolute flyer. I laugh at him all this time and then he's going to just demolish us. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but let's just, okay. Are we agreed? Pakistan beating New Zealand? Are we all in agreement? It's a, it's... So it's are we ready to look 52, stupid? It's 52 for you. Yep. It's the cursed numbers. It's one way, but only very slightly. Yeah. Vibiness wins, basically, is what you're saying. Nothing, nothing it's a Hollywood between movie. the pitch. Pakistan it's all winning. just vibes. Okay, but if they do lose Pakistan... I hope that it's because of uh, Mohammed Wazim's haircut, because uh, that that upsets me every time I see it. Um, anyway, if you don't know, have a look. Um, and then in India, England, Mills, who's winning? England. Ash, who's winning? India. Burns, who's winning? England. So so Paki- yeah. Pakistan, uh, England final. I, who's yeah. winning? Pakistan. <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> Look, like, if, I, if Pakistan I get to the to final after those first two defeats, they are winning it. it there it, is no way they have not. to win. They have to win. Like keeping my if Asher said that they're going to win, nationalism and pride aside, yeah. they've not got a chance. Mm. Oh, there we go. So, so overall winners. Well, I was the one who picked out New Zealand, and South Africa should have been here as well. Okay, so if I'm saying I believe the overall winners of the World Cup is Pakistan, by that sound, Mills, you're going England. Yeah. And Ash, because you've predicted an India-Pakistan final, which will yeah. destroy the internet, um, who will come out on top in that match? I expect a repeat of uh, the 2007 final or the first game that they played. But... I like um, with a heavy heart. I say that Pakistan edging India like fifty point zero zero one and forty nine point nine 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 sort of a thing. Well, Pakistan just edging out India. If it's a game that close, it will be a good game. Um, and I guess, well, this is probably a question that should be for once once the uh, tournament's over. But I'll ask it now. How much have you two enjoyed the tournament so far, Mills? It's been all right. There have been 
moments. It's certainly better than the last one. Mm. Not hard, but I can but barely yes. remember a thing that actually happened in that tournament because... Well, that's because the only... That, that, one, that one was boring, yeah. Or everything happened before yeah. the match started. Whoever won that coin toss. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's... Bit, Finch's greatest accomplishment. I think it's good. There, ha- there have been narratives with players struggling and doing well and interesting results. Like every game has mm-hmm. felt worth at least checking in on. Um, and yeah. for that reason, I think we should be expanding it. I don't understand the whole pre-Super 12 elimination thing. Just if, if they're, good, I, en- if they're I, good enough I, to make I it haven't... to that round before, just stick them in the full tournament. 16 teams. Well, well, I have an answer for that, but then I think I'll answer it after I answer like what I love the most about the tournament. So what I love the most is that uh, only the players who were skillful and powerful enough are the ones who are succeeding. Like we have had a lot of players who were getting away with hitting sixes on the 50, 60 yards boundary. And they're all, they all got found out here. Those who couldn't clear the boundary, they all uh, struggled. Mm-hmm. And the big hitters, they still find found a way out. The quality players, they found a way out. I'm still not clear as to how the Fab Four, as we knew them, they couldn't uh, do anything at all, barring Virat Kohli. The Fab Four? Like, uh, Bit yeah. harsh on route, but yes, okay. Yeah, but let's say like if we extend it for the white ball situation, you could add uh, Warner, maybe Quinton. Some people add Butler to it. Look, we don't, all... have, we don't have long here, but you just hit on something. Who's the Fab Four of T20 cricket? Butler? Butler, Sky. Virat? No, Virat's not in it. Sky. Sky. I, I'd have Sky. Lord Kentucky, Lit and Das. Oh, let them dance. I st- that, that no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. It has to be Virat. Maxwell? Butler, Virat, Sky, Max O'Dowd. Probably, yeah. I think Max. Max O'Dowd. Uh, what's, the, what's the bowler? I don't know. I don't Paul know. Paul Van um, Yeah. Wheels. Van Meekeren, yeah. The one who. Yeah, he's the one that wants like, all touring teams to like warm up against Nevins, isn't he? Side note, going to stick um, my one Scottish cricket story in. They're looking at playing in the butt, trying to get into the blast again. Why? They should. Yeah. If they don't win the blast, that would be embarrassing because they're an international team. They should be wiping the floor with counties. Anyway. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't, though. You know they wouldn't win. They, 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 and they wouldn't be allowed as well. Like I guess it's best for them. I think they should have a. a, a British triangular with like all the three playing in, maybe like finding a way for Netherlands and one more team as well. There's no way around. There's no way around don't, it. Don't they do that? Like in Netherlands, Ireland, they're all Scotland good enough, thing. and they should be playing more cricket. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like coming back to the uh, uh, the 2024 T20 World Cup, mm-hmm. the format there is gonna correct something which has been horrible for quite some time. Like we are gonna have 20 teams playing in the main round. So eight of them that have automatically qualified, plus twelve more coming in through uh, the early stage qualifiers. So we we are going to have twenty teams, just one single round, with twenty teams, uh, four groups of five. Hmm. Then we have top two going through, and then having two more groups of four each, and then they play within their groups, and then we have the semis and the finals. 
That sounds like oh, too much cricket, but... Dude. That, yeah, that's what that sounds like, absolutely. That first round's going to be so boring, honestly. No, but, no, but what they're doing is they're trying to make uh, T20 World Cup the next big thing and try and uh, squeeze uh, the 50 over one. I really do feel cricket shooting itself in the foot, but it's definitely not uh, a time to start saying it when we are about to finish. Um, who did we decide on in our top four? It's very important. Everyone wants to know. Butler, Sky. Uh, uh, can we agree on Maxwell? In a T20, like Mount Rushmore, I kind of feel right now Maxwell is QDK? probably on it. Decock. Vera. I was thinking Vera. QDK. You keep saying Vera. Vera. Uh, if we filmed this two weeks ago and I asked this question, you're not putting Vera in there. So I'm not having it. I'm not having it, Ash. Um, Butler, Maxwell. I, I like QDK, but it, 2020, like, big four? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Shut up. Batsman. Batsman, all right. Probably Baba, actually. Baba was one. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, but but you see you see if if Pakistan make it all the way through, Shadab is probably their only candidate for man of the series. Oh yeah, yeah. If we're talking about that, and uh, look, I say, how do we how do we think about this, folks? Uh, the next episode will obviously be after the conclusion of the World Cup. We do a as we did for the IPL. We each do our like a draft, maybe not a draft. This one, maybe we just do our teams of the tournament. Because uh, probably not enough players. Uh, well, I'm sure Shadab will get. get I dream of a team of ten um, Sikandarazas and okay. Rizwan to keep. <laughs> Rizwan having his uh, helmet on to Sikandarazas standing ten feet back. Excellent. Um, okay, fellas, let's finish there. Um, good luck all. Good luck to you, Ash. I know you'll be rooting for India. Good luck, Mills, with your England to win it all prediction. Uh, and just good luck me for just finding a job. Uh, that'll be good. Um, everyone, go. We have a new social media for people to go find out. It's on TikTok. We're, we're down with the kids. It's at the Ishan Shastri podcast. Go look there for more clips and more of uh, Mills's views on things. Um, yes. Thank you very much. And uh, we shall speak to you soon. Adios.